Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. What a night at Fenway Park. The best win of the season. The Red Sox beat the Atlanta Braves 5-3. They sweep the two-game set against the best team in Major League Baseball. And what a statement by the Boston Red Sox with the trade deadline coming up on August 1st. Joe Weil with the year on Red Sox Review from Fenway Park. If you want to chime into the conversation, we're going to be chatting Red Sox all the way up to midnight. Here's how you do it. 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. Let us know how you're feeling about the Red Sox. Now that they're a season best eight games above 500, they're 15 and five since June 30th. That's the best record in Major League Baseball. And yes, they played some, you know, some cupcake competition coming into this series. They just had a series against the Mets. They played six games against the A's. They played three against the Cubs, and they played overall pretty well in that stretch. But here, they played two games against two good starters that the Braves threw out in this series. And Charlie Morton and today Spencer Strider, who has the most strikeouts in Major League Baseball. The Red Sox, as the game progressed get to him, then they get into the Braves bullpen and ultimately take the lead and hang on in front of a sold-out Fenway Park. 37,457 fans in attendance. Largest paid attendance since 2019 and what a show they got to see from this Red Sox club that continues to just build win after win as we approach the trade deadline making Bloom's job even more interesting. Before we go any further let's hear from Red Sox manager Alex Cora and what he had to say after this incredible win. I don't know it was, it was a good game man that kid is good really good um, got a good fastball good slider our kid is good too uh just pitch by pitch, and uh, I think the the homer by Rafi kind of like gave us life. And obviously after that, we put good at bats, Casas, and you know Champ puts up on play, and JT does what he's been doing for a month and a half. You know, he's he's impressive what he's doing when they're going position. And uh, the bullpen did a good job, played good defense. The fans were into it, so you know it was fun. It was a fun night for us. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're amazed at the ones that he can hit, and sometimes we're in awe. Like, we're, we're surprised at the ones he doesn't hit, you know. So uh, just battling with him the whole night, you know, he threw him change-ups and sliders and all that, and he threw a 99 with 20, 20 inches of hop. It's, it's not easy. That's why he's one of the best in the big leagues. But we grinded with him, got him out of the game early enough, quote-unquote, 
and we got to the bullpen and we did a good job with them. Yeah, I mean, uh, positioning, that's why we're not too worried about it because I think we put our guys in a position they're going to make plays, and, and he works at it. Uh, you know, my biggest worry is, like, how he's going to handle it physically, and, you know, I, I checked on him this morning, and he's like, I'm good to go, and uh, we went with our best offensive lineup, and, you know, we needed each one of those at-bats. How big was the He's been doing that with Kenley for a while now. I think that's the fourth one they 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 thrown out. I don't know Kenley for how slow he is. He knows when he needs to be quick to the plate, and they're taking chances. And um, he's been making good throws the last uh, probably month and a half. You know, with him with Kenley. Uh, he's, he's 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 the best defensive right fielder in the big leagues. You know, so. Uh, I know he's scuffling offensively, but defensively, there's no, you know, he's been great for us. And uh, I don't know where he's at right now. He has to be like a plus 12 defender compared to where he was last year. It's night and day. You know, he's very engaged. Uh, he's moving faster. He's taking chances. And uh, we're very happy with the way he's been playing defense. Yeah, I mean, uh, we see the progression, and, and he's going to keep doing that because he controls the strike zone. He, he's not swinging at bad pitches. He's on time with the fastball, which is the most important thing, and uh, he's been able to hit off-speed pitches uh, in the air. So uh, you look at the numbers, he's up to 250 or whatever. You see the homers, you see the RBIs, the umbers percentage, the OPS. Uh, he's becoming one of the best offensive uh, first basemen in the big leagues. You guys have played well for three weeks, but Um, but we, we don't go with that. You know, we lost to Oakland two out of three a week ago. So uh, every team is good at this level. They can beat you. And, you know, like, like I said, we play well against them. They have a great team. You know, we respect those guys, the way they go about it. You know, they're relentless. You know, they missed two pitches in the eighth inning, right? I mean, it was like 400 feet uh, out, right? And probably in Atlanta, they're gone. But we're playing at Fenway, so... Uh, hopefully we can find we can play them again. That's that's the goal here, you know. And uh, uh, but we got work to do. They got work to do. It's still early in the season, but uh, you know, you got, I got to give credit to those guys in that clubhouse. You know, they're they're grinding. They're playing hard. They're doing everything possible to to make it interesting. And now, if you start looking, it's not only the wild card. You know, I think the division. You know, is is everybody's coming back to earth. So uh, we know we're gonna play a lot of games against the Orioles and the Rays and all that stuff. You know, and. Uh, what it looked impossible two two months ago or a month ago, you know we were down what 15 games and now it's what down to seven or six whatever it is, so we'll keep shooting up there and see what happens. Going on the road, what going on in the next week to you know, kind of good momentum now? I mean it's always it's always good momentum when you win the series. It's a long flight, and uh, I know the guys are gonna have fun. Uh, hopefully they don't lose too much money playing cards and uh, just be ready to play a tough team in in San Fran. They're really good. We got Seattle too which is, uh, you know, a team that is right behind us but playing good baseball. So we'll see what happens. To, uh, to use Brennan in that spot there, you know, you're, you're confident that it was obviously probably his highest expected season. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, too, earlier. You know, um, we knew that we were going to hit for, for Eddie uh, with Pilar, and uh, he got us three big outs. Uh, we went to Schreiber because we had to. We wanted him to go back-to-back -back, uh, right away uh, because of his progression. He didn't look great, but uh, he got some outs, and uh, Bernie – He's been great since he got here. Uh, obviously, 
You know, he's a guy that we didn't know too much about him, but uh, every time he goes out there, there's a lot of confidence, there's a lot of strikes, and with good stuff. And, um, you know, he got one of the best uh, lefties in the big leagues. So that was huge. You mentioned his confidence for a guy who didn't know a whole lot of people He's not afraid, and uh, you know he's getting lefties out late in games, and he's getting lefties and righties out, you know, in the first two innings. Like, you know, our old teammate Kike we used to say, you know, he's the ace of the team. All right, so that was Alex Cora talking after the five-three win for the Red Sox tonight over the Atlanta Braves. So much to like from tonight's win, and it could not come at a better time for the Red Sox with a trade deadline coming up. We'll continue to discuss that. We'll continue to break down this game, and we will take your calls next. Again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. We're going to take you all the way up to midnight. Joe Weil with you here from Fedway Park. We'll get to your calls next right after this on WEI. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And Arcia swings and misses, and this ball game is over. The Red Sox sweep the two-game series to the Braves, and they win their fourth straight. They're now 15 and five since the end of June, and they are rolling. Red Sox go to eight over 500 at 55 and 47 as they beat Atlanta five to three, coming from a three-nothing deficit against one of the best starting pitchers in the game to win this ball game and sweep the two-game series. And they win the season series from the high-flying Braves, most considered to be the best team in the game, three games to one. I don't know how that doesn't get you fired up. Red Sox win again. They beat the Atlanta Braves 5-3 to tonight. The team are now season best eight games above 500, And the Red Sox showing up and showing out against the best team in Major League Baseball. And they did it in front of the home fans, 37,457 in attendance. What a fun night from Fenway. Joe Weil with you here, still from Fenway. Joe Braverman back at the WEI studios. If you want to chime in, 617-779. 7937. The Red Sox still a game and a half out of the third wildcard spot as Toronto won tonight. That being said, the Red Sox. 
15 and 5 over their last 20 games since June 30th. That is the best record in Major League Baseball. So the Sox are playing some great baseball at the right time with the trade de- deadline coming up. And I figure that a lot of calls are going to be about just that. So let's get into it. Let's go to Kieran in Woburn first. Kieran, you're on Red Sox Review. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Joe. I just wanted to uh, say thank you for your opinion on the um, question I had last week about Pavetta and Hulk going back to the bullpen. Um, And then I wanted to ask, I saw, right after I got out of work, I saw an article from Sports Illustrated saying that the Angels did not intend to trade Shohei Otani by this trade deadline. And I I wanted to ask you, what do you think, um, how do you think that could increase the chances of the Red Sox getting him at the end of the season when he's a free agent? Yeah, I mean, uh, I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm right, Kieran, I appreciate the call. And if you want to grab Kieran's line, 617-779-7937. Yeah, Shohei Otani obviously is the biggest name in Major League Baseball. And with the way the Angels are playing, they're, they're still on the on the cusp of being in wild card contention. Uh, they came into tonight three and a half games out of the third wild card spot. But yes, uh, Tom Verducci saying that Shohei Otani is off the trade market and the Angels plan to make a playoff push with him. You know, they still have an outside chance, uh, outside chance of doing that but you know that being said I, I always thought it was unrealistic that the Red Sox would make a push for him mid-season and trade all the guys that they're cultivating in the farm system for somebody like him one I don't know if he'd go for it if he'd want to do that that being Otani uh, you know if he wants to kind of remain with the Angels and see this the rest of the season out here uh, but on top of that I don't know if that's necessarily the right move as great as Otani is and to the latter part of what Kieran was saying the Red Sox should absolutely make a push for Shohei Otani in free agency at the end of this season because uh, he's not only the biggest uh, name in Major League Baseball but the game's best players so obviously you'd want to add somebody like that and listen the Red Sox right now are in a position you know where their 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 payroll is currently constructed that they're below the luxury tax so we'll see what with the trade deadline what they're going to do if they're going to go above that uh it it, it all is going to shake itself out here but at the same time I do think the Red Sox are in a good spot in in the offseason to at least make a push for Otani I just don't think it's happening midseason I almost feel like talking about it isn't even worth it. I mean, if you want to talk about it, feel free to call in again, 617-779-7937. I'm more thinking of who's a realistic starter that the Red Sox can trade for because, yes, they have their guys coming back. I mean, Chris Sale, Tanner Howe, Garrett Whitlock, they're, they're all working their way back. But if, if you want to talk about known quantities so you don't have to use the openers as much as the Red Sox have, although the funny thing is the Red Sox have been winning a lot of the games in which they have been using openers. That being said, when, when you get to the postseason, I, that's not the way you're, you're going to want to go. But I, I do think in terms of thinking of realistic people you could go for. You want to think about a, a starter, you want to think about a guy in the back end of the bullpen, or, or just a, another relief pitcher that you can use. I think those are the two biggest things that the Red Sox currently need right now. But again, looking good. 55-47, and 47, eight games above five hundred after the 5-3 win over the Atlanta Braves, and they're putting themselves in a spot where, okay, they look like a legit team. They're beating the best team in the sport. They beat them back-to-back games. They took one out of two, and they played them uh, in Atlanta in May. 
A. So now you've won the season series. And, and that's the funny thing with this Red Sox team. They have shown up for the most part against above 500 teams. It's the blips in the road like we saw in Oakland where they lose two out of three. And you're like, well, what is happening? How can they not beat the bad teams? And obviously those games still matter because, you know, it's a chance to rack up victories like other teams do. That being said, the Red Sox, again, as we approach the August 1st trade deadline, are continuing to look like a team that could be playoff bound. I think it's one to believe in, especially with the core, and we're going to talk about this as we take you all the way up to midnight. But let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Liam in Portsmouth. Liam, you're on Red Sox Review. Hey, uh, I talked to you on the 4th of July, Joe. I, I just wanted to reach out and apologize because I, I hated pretty hard on uh, Casas, <laughs> and I thought he should get set down. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping I'm not jinxing it here, but he's looking pretty good, man, and uh, I'm hoping that trend continues. Listen, Liam, you're like a lot of people, I think. They're, they're coming around to Tristan Casas. And listen, I think the beginning of the season, you had a, a right to feel concerned about Tristan Casas. It, it took him a while to get going, but what's been fun about his season is that month by month, he has gotten better and better. Like, you look at the numbers, April and March, he hit 133 in those two combined months uh, with an OPS of 576. May, 257 average, 338 on base, 429 slugging, 766 OPS. Okay, so that's a step up from what you saw at the beginning of the season. Then in June, 286 average, 375 on base, 476 slugging, 851 OPS. And now in July, he's just become a monster at the plate. Uh, he, he stepped to the plate four times tonight and was not retired in any of the plate appearances. Two hits, including a home run. He hits his 15th home run of the season. So he's still continuing to hit the ball out. I mentioned this in the Nissan postgame show, but since the All-Star break, he's now 15 for 32 with six home runs. Like, he's been a monster at the plate since the All-Star break. This month, coming into tonight, 340 average, 441 on base, and 740 slugging percentage. So, you know, he's just swung a really hot bat. It's come at the right time, and it's also one of the themes I think of this month for the Red Sox and when you look at the macro view of this team and that is the young core is starting to emerge and, and Heim Bloom has talked about it how you know for a while it was like you could you could look into the future and, and see where this team could be a winner but but that's not the case right now you can look at the current present moment and look at where they're at and they're winning games with guys that, that they hope are a part of this core you know, for a long part of the future. Connor Wong, a guy that I don't think will be brought up a lot tonight by people who, who chime in, but had a good day at the plate, two hits, and then he threw out a, a big-time you know, a, a pinch runner at second base as the Braves were threatening. If he gets to second, it's second and third and one out in the top of the ninth with the Red Sox leading 5-3. Instead, he's caught stealing, and the defensive metrics really do love him too, and he's a part of your future moving forward. Catcher's caught stealing above average. He's top of the list uh, at plus seven, and then uh, you look at his pop time behind the plate to second base, fifth best in Major League Baseball, so he's a part of your future, you hope. Jaron Duran didn't do a lot tonight, 0 for 4, but that being said, he's been great this month. He's been great this season. Yoshida, who you've signed now for five years, what a year he's had. Rafi Devers hits a home run that maybe three or four other players could have hit against the guy in Strider who's as nasty as he is. He just goes down and gets it and pops it out. And, and yeah, there's parts of Devers' games as a franchise player you'd maybe hope would be a, a little bit more refined like the defense we saw today, but again, he hits that home run that no 
the very few other players could have hit out. So he's a part of your future. We'll see long term with Verdugo, but he makes a nice play out in right center field uh, in the eighth inning on a ball. I think it was hit by Austin Riley. That's the one I'm talking about where he tracks it down, and that could have been extra bases, could have been trouble, but he's been great defensively all year long despite having a little bit of a lull with the bat. Again, Red Sox win 5-3 to three over the Atlanta Braves. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Gary next. Gary, you're on Red Sox Review. Hey. What's going on, Gary? Go. Gary, can, can you hear me? me? We yeah, got, I got you. you. All right, yeah. So my thing is with Sale coming back, if he comes back, I don't think he's a starting pitcher anymore. And I know it would be a $30 million setup, man. But he's he's at that point, I think, that he they should be looking at him like they did with Mike Timlin when he came to us years ago. And maybe manage him more with 20 pitches, 25 pitches a game in the seventh or eighth inning with a lead where he could come in and shut people down with speed and set it up for Jansen. I don't know what you think about it, and I'll let, uh, I'll let you discuss it. All right, Gary, appreciate the call. And if you want to grab his line, 617-779-7937. Love that the calls are rolling in right now after this 5-3 win for the Red Sox. Tell you what, Joe, I'm having a hard time keeping track. I know, Joe Braverman, he's, he's, the, he's the hero behind, uh, back at the WEI flagship studios and, and getting all these guys on the air. Joe, you're doing God's work right now. Uh, but to get to the point about Chris Sale that Gary brought up, listen, it, he's definitively coming back as a starter. Alex Cora said that, uh, you know, I I think with the the amount of money you're paying him, that's the role that he needs to be in for this team. And they need starting pitchers. Like, if they were a team that had, like, we're rolling six deep right now on the starting side and they desperately needed bullpen help, then maybe we could even have a conversation. But at this point, you need to get him out a- as a starting pitcher because the money you have tied to him... and. Uh, it's holding out false false hope, I think, in some ways, with all the injuries that he's dealt with, you know, since he signed this extension with the Red Sox. But he did showcase this year that he still has it in him to be a good starter, right? It's, Where is he in the rotation, though? Because I don't think you could start him in like a one game playoff. I think that'd be like Brian Bayo. Yeah, I don't think he'd be that guy, but I think he'd be a guy you you, you pencil in. Like Joe, you, you it might be hard to forget now since he's been out a bit, but like he had a, a really nice run for the Red Sox. He started to to look like the Chris Sale of old. I mean, it's cool to see James Paxton this year kind of refine himself from from his prime years looking like that type of pitcher. Sale had a he, he had a run like that where he was looking like the Chris Sale of old and that's what was so disappointing about, you know, he, he pitches on June 1st and you know, it has to take you know, he ends up getting taken out of the game and now he's on the IL right now. So it, 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 that was so dispiriting to see because it's like we finally saw that guy. I think with the type of talent he is and listen, not everybody can do starting pitching or be a starting pitcher. That's just the reality of Major League Baseball, right? That's why Nick Pavetta is in the bullpen right now because Alex Cora thinks he's better suited for that type of role because he was getting beat up so much as a starting pitcher. Not everybody can do it. And Chris Sale, despite the injury concerns, at least showed you this season he can do it. So I think I think the bullpen uh, discussion is sort of out of the question at this point uh, when it comes to him on top of, I think, the other factors like how much he's being paid. And, but also what the coaching staff, front office, sort of thinks of him. But uh, it'll be interesting among Garrett Whitlock and Tanner Houck. Alex Cora sort of alluded that, you know, not definitively 
defining them as starters when they come back, which is an interesting conversation. Uh, you know, saying maybe if they come back as a reliever, we'll ramp them up a certain type of way. But uh, as we know, the Red Sox still have those two open rotation spots. They've been working in openers. It's it's kind of worked out so far, but it's obviously not the long term look. And that's why if we talk about trade deadline uh, stuff and who the Red Sox would try to pursue, I would have to figure some form of a starting pitcher is what they like to get uh, at, at the August 1st deadline. Again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Uh, let's go back to the phones one more time before we hit a break. Let's go to Wally and Fall River. Wally, it is great to What's hear from up, you. Joe? Beautiful summer night, beautiful I know. wind. Uh, you beat the best team in baseball. I hope uh, High and Blue was in the stand watching these last two nights. Our, our hole in the wall gang is coming through right now. They're getting hot. Uh, Duran, uh, he's you know he's been hot for a while. He turned a lot a big corner from last year. Tristan Castes, like I said, he was our whipping not our whipping boy, but he this kid was really struggling, and he seems to turn on a switch. But he's getting hot at the right time. Everybody's chipping in, Joe. That's the main thing. But as far as Hyam Bloom, like I said, you still need a pitcher. The pitching is still very thin. You, you can't depend on Chris Sale. You get more or less uh, shortstop stabilized right now with Chang. But he can go out and get a pitcher. There's about seven or eight teams you can get get that fourth or fifth starter without having to give up much. Uh, Otani's off the trade market. The Angels said that, I think, today or yesterday. The Padres ain't going to have a fire sale. So everybody's going to be looking for pitching, uh, you know, mainly pitching. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what Hein Bloom does. I mean, a lot of people will be upset. You don't have to make that major, but you got to get a starter somewhere. Yeah, Wally, I completely agree with you on that last point, and, and great to hear from you and, and hear you chime in. If you want to grab Wally's line, 617-779-7937. If you're just joining us, the Red Sox beat the Atlanta Braves 5-3 to at Fenway. They're now 55-47, and still a game and a half out of the third wildcard spot. Yeah, starting pitching, I think, is the, the biggest concern for the Red Sox moving forward, even though they're playing great baseball, 15-5 and over their last 20 games. And and for Bloom. It was the it was the job of the team, the Red Sox as a team, you know, the players on the field, the coaching staff, to make Heim Bloom's job interesting. And they've done that. They have delivered. We, we've heard Kenley Jansen talk to our Rob Bradford about how he wants the Red Sox to be buyers. Obviously, the players want that, right? They, they want to see the front office go all in because they want to win. They're competitive. They, they want to win games and compete for a World Series. And, and the Red Sox, despite this recent stretch, they're not quite there yet at that upper echelon contender, obviously. But that being said, they have at least shown that they're a team worth investing in, in my opinion. And they needed a stretch like this to beat up on bad teams as they did before this series and now take care of business against the Braves. I think to get the front office staff to move toward of you know move that arrow toward buyer as the uh, as they have right. And now I think the Red Sox are in that position. Now they're not going to go out and be a full-on buyer where they're going to mortgage a guy like Marcelo Meyer. I'd be totally shocked if that happened or really any of their top prospects. But to get what Wally was hoping for, maybe like a back-of-the-line starter or middle-of-the-rotation type starter, I, I think that's feasible, especially with how talented the Red Sox 
uh, farm system is now really being a top ten farm system. That's where I think the, the Red Sox, as a as a front office staff, Heimblum and and his troops, I think finding somebody to eat up innings so the Red Sox don't have to continue to do the opener thing as they've done. You know, I think is 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 the path forward as as long as they continue to play great baseball. Now there's still a little bit of time before the trade deadline, obviously, uh, which is on August first, and hopefully they take care of business on this West Coast trip against the Giants coming up, and then they'll play uh, against Seattle before uh, the first game against Seattle before that. Uh, the, the middle match against the Mariners, in which the trade deadline will have uh, uh, obviously hit. So it's all very interesting here in Boston, and that's uh, the way we like it, right, from where the Red Sox were to at least get here now that the team on the field is pushing the front office toward being a buyer at the trade deadline in some fashion to just have them invest in the current product on the field. But the Red Sox right now playing great baseball. And it was certainly fun to watch tonight. We'll get more into tonight's game. We'll get to your calls. A whole lot more Red Sox review. We're going to take it all the way up to midnight. Joe Wild with you here from Fenway Park. We'll pause for a short break. Come back with more of Red Sox review right after this on WEEI. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Bitch. Swinging a high fly ball into left field, back at the track, at the wall, high off the wall, and the Red Sox are going to take the lead. Turner into second base, standing, he catches some green, and it's 4-3 Boston. The great Will Fleming on the call for the go-ahead two-run double by Justin Turner in the bottom of the seventh inning. 
How good has this guy been, Justin Turner? He has the most RBIs in Major League Baseball since June 1st, and he has just been, you know, just tearing the cover off the ball since the beginning of June. He came into tonight hitting 314 with a 366 on base percentage and a 564 slugging percentage, uh, and had just done a fantastic job continuously driving in runs. And once again, he delivers in a huge spot that put the Red Sox ahead 4-3. They tack on another thanks to an Adam Duvall home run to make it 5-3, and they win by a score of 5-2-3 against the Atlanta Braves. And that two-run double by Justin Turner is the highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. You deserve you deserve a car that thrills you. Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop, uh, shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com today. Joe Wild with you here from Fenway Park. Let's go back to the phones. We're rolling here on Red Sox Review. And if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Let's go to Jonathan in Brookline. Jonathan, what's going on, my man? Hi, Joe. I love the show. So every year to me, there are a handful of wins that you would call signature wins. Tonight was no doubt one of them. Down three runs late. They chase Strider, and they do what this team's been doing all year, late and in comebacks. And I think, to me, it's really time to start giving Bloom a ton of credit. We talk about the offense. We can talk about the pitching. But at the end of the day, there's a guy that makes the roster, and he deserves a lot of the credit. This offseason, Bloom identified a problem, the back end of the bullpen. The Red Sox pitching innings 7 through 9 last year, they had the 19th best ERA. That won't cut it for a playoff contender. Bloom brought in a dominant setup man and brought in a dominant closer in Kenley, and now this year they have the third lowest ERA, innings 7 through 9. On the offensive side of the ball, Bloom brings in Turner and Yoshida. You beat me to it. Turner leads the MLB in RBI since June 1st. He's on pace for a career year in RBIs. Yoshida has almost 40 multi-hit games. I myself was very hard on Bloom for some of the moves he made from the Renfro deal to the Schwarber failure. But I think that when this team is going good, just like when this team is going bad, that has to be attributed to High and Bloom, and I think he deserves a ton of credit. Jonathan, great points there. Appreciate you chiming in and the kind words. And uh, if you want to grab his line, 617-779-7937. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with, with pretty much everything Jonathan said there. You, you have to give Bloom credit for what this team is starting to turn itself into. Where you're seeing it now, at, at the big league level, a young core and, and some older pieces that Heim is blo- uh, Bloom has brought in that are getting the job done. And you look at the, the lineup, right? This is a Bloom roster made lineup that they're rolling out now on a consistent basis, right? He keeps Tristan Casas, doesn't trade him in 2021 when I think teams were interested uh, in a guy, a prospect like him. And he's patient with Jaron Duran. Alex Cora has given the front office a lot of credit for the patience that the, the organization had with Jaron Duran after a tough 2022 season. He's been awesome this year. Justin Turner brought in as free agent. He's done nothing but deliver for the Red Sox this year and and he's been an awesome clubhouse presence and again he had the big two run double tonight. Yoshida brought in as a free agent everybody laughed at the deal that Bloom gave him right we, we read the article that ESPN put out about everybody or all these uh, rival executives saying it was way too much money that the Red Sox invested in Yoshida. He since April 20th has been one of the top I'd say 15 hitters in Major League Baseball he's competing for a batting crown he could be the AL Rookie of the Year. He's been awesome. Devers, they lock him up long term, so they 
They've locked up their cornerstone star. He hits a home run that, as, as I said earlier in the program, maybe only three or four other hitters would have hit. Went down and got it, lifted it out of the ballpark for his 25th home run of the year. Duvall he brings in. And, and Duvall's, you know, he's scuffled a bit since he's come off the IL, but had a nice start to the season before he got hurt. He does pitch in a home run tonight, and we'll see what happens with him uh, as the trade deadline approaches. He Alex brought him Perdue- in, he can send him out. Right, exactly, exactly, Joe. Joe Braverman, yeah, it's a good point because I, I, we'll see what happens. We know that he could be a piece with the way Jaron Duran's been playing in, in center field. Uh, it could certainly change things. Verdugo, he's had a nice season, especially defensively on right. Obviously, he came over in the Mookie Betts trade, so hard to say that's a definitive win for the Red Sox. But the patience with Tristan Casas, he's been awesome. Connor Wong, I was extolling his virtues defensively. He's been remarkable for this team. Uh, and then Yu Chang, he was the, the nine hitter in the lineup. You know, a light hitting shortstop, but uh, he's provided some uh, nice def- defense for the Red Sox at that position. Uh, I think if we're going <laughs> to give Bloom credit, we do ha- have to mention, though, that the shortstop position has been a little bit of a, a disaster this year for the Red Sox. A little bit's actually an understatement for how they play defensively and how bad they've been defensively. The one point I want to make about what Jonathan said, though, is that a lot of us were criticizing Bloom for the, 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 the way we were talking about this team. I still think part of it was fair, right? You look at some of the things that happened in 2022, the the struggle to figure out what direction to go at the trade deadline, uh, you know, and they, they kind of middled it, and, right, they didn't deal J.D. Martinez. They didn't get under the luxury tax when they weren't trying to be, you know, that competitive, and that hurts them just moving forward. And then this year, not all the signings worked out, right? Corey Kluber has not worked out, it, and... The rotation we knew would be a question mark. Well, we're now 102 games into the season, and it's still the same thing. But the back end of the bullpen has been remarkable. Chris Martin has not allowed a run since June 6th. He's been that good as the eighth minute, eighth inning guy. And then, uh, you know, John Schreiber is a bloom fine. He's been great for the Red Sox when healthy. And then Kenley Jansen, what a horse he's been at the back end of the bullpen. Obviously an all-star this year. He picks up another save and locks it down for the Red Sox. 5-3 win today over the Atlanta Braves. We still have one more hour to go on Red Sox Review. Now, we're far from finished, and... Why Why would we be, right? This is one of the best wins of the season as they improved to 55 and 47, still very much in the wild card hunt and making things interesting for this front office uh, as the Red Sox continue to play great baseball. 15 and 5 over their last 20 games. They now have 30 come from behind wins after tonight. That's fourth most in Major League Baseball and the City Connect jerseys. They continue to be uh, good luck for this Red Sox team. Now 21 and 4 when they wear them uh, this season. They are now, if I have this right, 6-0 and wearing those jerseys this year. So all is right right now for the Red Sox. We, we haven't always been able to say that this year, but right now the vibe is pretty good. Young core emerging, could be a buyer at the deadline. We'll see what happens, but soak in tonight because you just beat the best team in Major League Baseball. You did it against one of the best starting pitchers in terms of coming back against him, and you walk out of a two-game series against the Braves with two wins. Red Sox review, still an hour left to go. Chime in, 617-779-7937. We'll get to more calls on the other side of this break on WEEI. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.